You're tuned in to Disney Native, a podcast brought to you by two Florida-based Disney nerds. My name is Bethany. And I'm Nicole. We're here to talk about all things Disney parks and beyond. It's showtime! Oh, Bethany, we're, we're finally back. <laughs> Woohoo! It's been a minute, hasn't it? It has, because we, um, we had some te- technical difficulties with our May episode, um, yes. because Bethany did not have the right microphone, and so she had to just sort of wing it with whatever microphone, and we realized this ain't gonna work. Thanks, Dion. No, right, yes, um, thanks, Dion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he listens anymore. I should tell him that he gets a shout-out. Um, yeah, but we're back in business, and we should have great quality sound, so yes. that's exciting. Um I can't remember what we were talking about. I think it was just kind of speculation and what we think was happening and coronas. Because we didn't even have any dates yeah, out. Yeah, we had right? no information. So we were just spitballing. What do we right. think is going to happen? So we have a... Uh, we're back now. I feel like we have a lot more to talk about. And There's been a lot going on. Yeah. We have some concrete facts to actually discuss. Facts. <laughs> that's always great, isn't it? <laughs> to talk about facts. <laughs> oh, that's another movie I realized I watched over this business. You can't see me waving my hands around. Um, I mean, I guess on our to-do list, we have what have you been watching on Disney Plus? Yes, because and since we can't be at the parks, we have Disney Plus. Sitting around. Good segue. It just, that made me think, because we watched Inside Out, and there's a part when they're on the train of thought, and a box comes, like, falls over, and it's facts and opinions, and they're like, they look so close, and he's like, eh, it doesn't matter, they all, they're all the same, and they're putting, like, the opinions in the facts box. Love it. I feel like I didn't get that the first time I watched it, but it was cute. So yeah, Inside Out, what have you been watching? Um, not a ton. Um... Mm -hmm. We, David and I watched a couple of Marvel things. We watched um, Winter Soldier again. Oh, Bucky Returns. Yes. Bucky Returns. we like to call yes. it. <laughs> that, it's one of David's favorite Marvel movies. He loves it. And um, there's another podcast we listen to called Junk Food Cinema. And they just did an episode about it. And so we got all jazzed to watch it again. So we watched that. Nice. And then we watched Avengers Endgame again. Oh, okay. Because, you know, those big epic ones, like, you have to revisit a year or two later. Just yeah. because they're, they're so big, they require a second viewing, so. A lot to unpack there. Yeah. So, uh, if you guys haven't listened to, we did a whole episode on Avengers Endgame. We with did. our significant others. And it was a lot Yeah, that was a fun one. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We talk about Fat Thor. Fat Thor. <laughs> Which is another thing. People are, like, sensitive about that because it's, like, fat shaming. Right. But it's funny. Hey, listen. We can't make fun of anything. He is happy in his fit body. He is just as happy Mm -hmm. in his fat body. And when he turns into, like, Megathor, he's still fat. Same man. Yep. Still able. You know they're not going to keep Chris Hemsworth. They're not going to keep him looking like that for a no. long. So next movie, yeah, it's just a face. It's good. Just a face. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> um. So the thing we've been watching that I really, really liked, and I didn't know if David was going to like it or not. Like I just sort of put it on, and he ended up really liking it as well. Is prop culture? Yeah. Which I see you watched as well. 
I did. I don't think we actually finished it. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I hate the host. He drives me Aww. crazy. I don't find him likable. He's too weird. I don't know. Maybe I'm fat too. <laughs> I just don't like him. He's too into nightmare. Like, creepy. I don't know. Something about the idea of collecting to, like, have all these things, you know, says the pop person. But... <laughs> I don't know. Something just rubs me the wrong way. But I like the show itself. Yeah, so in like case, the Mary Poppins one was so sweet. Yes. Yeah, so in case you guys don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> prop culture is Backtrack. about this this guy who loves movies in general, and he's a movie memorabilia collector. And he goes around and looks for props from famous Disney movies. Um, so like Bethany mentioned, there's a Mary Poppins episode, which might have been my favorite. It's so good. I yeah. actually cried during that one. Yeah. It was so it sweet. It was really good. Because like they had the like the snow globe is like still on Walt's yes. piano. It's so sweet. Very, very magical. And the little man who like wrote the song yes. came and played the piano. So oh, sweet. so good. But so good. of course I really loved um, Nightmare Before Christmas because that movie's always been special to me. And then I actually found the Tron episode to that be was, fascinating. It was interesting, especially all those suits, but it also made me, like, I have no interest in watching Tron after that. No, it seems like if you are really a science fiction nerd, you, like, yeah. have to watch that because it's such a big deal in filmmaking. But I think if you're just mm-hmm. a normie, like, I feel like it might not be the most Even the new one, I don't know. Because isn't it, like, the guy and his mom? But, I don't know. I have to watch it. I, I'll I'm watch the sure. newer one. It's, not the OG. It's connected somehow, but I'm not sure. Yeah. How. But, yeah. So, anyway, check yeah, out I, check out Prop Culture. If you, it's really, if you it's like good. movie history, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. And I also, when I was looking through the other day, um, I happened to see that Sister Act... One and two oh, are on there. That. I am going to be watching that. My mom and I might be watching that this weekend. We're spending 4th of July just at their house. You're not going to be watching Hamilton with the other half of the nation? I know exactly. I wonder if it's going to crash. I know nothing about Hamilton, to be honest I with know. you. I've heard it's fantastic. I, I do want to watch it at some point. I don't think my dad would be down for musical theater. But Probably. he's also very patriotic. So okay. he might get on board with a Hamilton. <laughs> yep. So what about you? What else have you been watching on Disney Plus? Um, it's been a mixed bag. We've been going back through some old movies. Um, we did actually watch Prop Culture, and there's also one. I think it's called like something about animals, like watch animals like this or something like that. It's kind of like America's Funniest Home Video concept. That is just like funny videos of animals. It's horrible. Do not watch it. If you see like a reality looking show, do not watch it. Stay away from it. Um, and somebody famous hosts it too. This is how like good it was that I can't even remember who it was, but it was not a good movie or TV show. Um, but we've been doing theme nights. Oh. So um, we made, um, we've been having like a Polynesian night and doing stir fry. So we watched Lilo and Stitch first. Love. And then we did Moana. And then um, we did Princess and the Frog, like, two nights ago, even though tonight I'm having the gumbo, but, you know. Yes. So, something like that we've just been into. And then last night we did Inside Out for some reason. I think it was because um, some other Pixar movie we were watching, like, had a nod to it. But heavy in the Pixars. I mean, you can't go wrong. 
can't can't, can't go wrong. wrong. What did you think of your uh, your rewatch of Princess and the Frog? I mean, <laughs> same. same. I'm still on board with like the first you know black princess Disney has. She's an amphibian for eighty percent of the movie. Like, you know, yeah. that kind of makes me sad. That's true. But I mean, it's a good movie. I did not realize Naveen was Mediterranean though. We went on a deep dive on his. History. For some reason, I remember, I thought he was Latin American, but he is Mediterranean. Yeah, see, I wasn't sure because they said that he's from, what, Maldonia? And I was like, I don't yes. know what that is. I don't, it's not real, but it's like, in implied it's Greek. Okay. Like, kind of, um, Italy, just that area, Malfi Coast, but not south, where cross the pond so i was confused on that bit but otherwise it holds up it is a very good movie i like it yeah well i feel like should we just talk about splash mountain getting rethemed then since we're talking I about princess and the frog <laughs> oh my gosh that was some big news it drops. really was i mean it really was and i and i was like we just took bethany on splash mountain for the first time i know we i'm were, so glad i got to i know it. i mean it's the last well, I can't remember that day. I think, was that the last ride we did? Did we do anything else that day or was oh. that it? We did like silly ones in Epcot. Like we went on three. We did. Trace Caballeros. And yeah, we did. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So I, I just, I was we like. We might have done the golf ball, but yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm so glad that I did it, you know, Me for too. one last time before we left. But. Um, I just have to say, I mean, without further ado, like, I am excited about this retheme. Um, of course, I'm a purist, and I always am just a little miffed when they retheme, like, classic rides. But I got to thinking about Splash Mountain, and I was like, Splash Mountain, though, I think is pretty new, actually. And then I saw a, um, like, Disney blogger say, well, it's not really a classic ride. It opened in 1989. And so I was like, you know, even though I love it for its charm and for just the pure, like, ingenuity of the ride, because you think about all those animatronics and those beautiful hand-painted backdrops, like, it's the old school way of making a Disney ride. Um, So because of all of that, I love it. But every time you go on it, there's always been this, like, little bit of in the back of your mind, like, you know that it's based on this movie that's infamous because of its, like, racist overtones. It's, like, the only thing, it's the only movie that um, Bob Iger said would never be on Disney+. Plus. You know, I mean, they even put the little, like, cultural warning in front of, like, old Mickey cartoons and stuff. But, like, Song of the South, they're just like, we can't do it. It's not going to happen. So, you know, it's always been part of the conversation. This was always going to happen at some point. And now is as good a time as any. Um, I am a little suspicious of the um, the fact that it has allegedly been in the works for over a year. Mm-hmm. Um, although I was thinking about it a little more today and I thought, you know, there is a good chance that it actually has been in the works for a long time. One, because like we've already talked about, it's it's always been a little bit of a question mark. So it's probably been in the conversation for a long time. And... Think about all the stuff that's been changing for 2021. Well, there's bigger fish to fry. So even if they mm-hmm. were talking about the retheming of Splash Mountain, they're probably like, well, 
once we get all this stuff done for the 50th, then we'll address it. We'll roll it out in five years or whatever. Right. Given the current state of affairs, both COVID and the racial state of our country, I feel like they just greenlit this thing. They're like, okay, this now is at the top of the list. Yeah. So that's that's what I think. That's that's how I'm feeling. How are you feeling? I, I feel the same, too, that it was probably, I mean, we can't be the first people who have thought about it. So you know the Imagineers are, and they're always tweaking and working on the park. So not a surprise. I wonder if they're just announcing it to announce it, but won't actually do anything until later like I I wouldn't be surprised if the ride is still opening like when they reopen Mm -hmm. you know and I bet people are going to want to write it a few times before they do close it my one problem which we talked about a little bit before I feel like it's going to be weird because you know I'm world biased Mm -hmm. where it is with Thunder Mountain so I did a deep dive which um I think ultimately, like, the biggest contrast to what is there is Princess and the Frog, like, a very anti-racist movie. We're going to use that movie. That makes sense, so I get it. But Home on the Range would have been a perfect fit for that spot, and they wouldn't have to change very much in that little land. I mean, are they going to kick out Country Bear Jamboree, too, and redo all that? Because they say they they might update that to be French Quartery, which would be awesome. But then now we still have Thunder Mountain, random country spot. Mm-hmm. And, so that's another thing. Go back and watch Home on the Range. It's not great. But it's not bad. <laughs> like, I think it's in that kind of period with, like, Treasure Planet okay. and Atlantis. Okay. Like, it's at that level. Gotcha. It's, like tolerable you can sit through it you're not like oh my god what is it like it's it's good there's literally a mining scene with like basically a roller coaster like it wrote itself yeah a lot of white people in it so again not well really solving an issue but it's true and i mean princesses are what sell at disney they need those like tent pole princesses they need great music which i know you're not the hugest fan of the music in princess and the frog but it's i mean it's new orleans jazz and it's big and it's fun and there's a singing alligator I mean, you can have good jazz with good lyrics <laughs> oh girl oh, oh I lo- okay we're not gonna that's a that's a conversation for another episode Anyway, okay, so let's talk first let's about... Let's dig a little deeper. Let's dig a little deeper. <laughs> let's talk first about Disneyland because okay. I was just at Disneyland, as we know. Right. So Disneyland doesn't have Liberty Square. They have New Orleans Square. That's awesome. And when you get off of Haunted Mansion, which is in New Orleans Square, it looks like an antebellum mansion. So you have Pirates of the Caribbean, very French Quarter-ish. You have Haunted Mansion, which is very French Quarter-ish. You get out of the Haunted Mansion line, and the Splash Mountain is right there. It's right there. So making that transition at Disneyland is going to be super easy, because I think what will happen is New Orleans Square will just get a little bigger, and Frontierland will just get a little smaller, and it'll be fine. It'll be easy. Um, As you said, Disney World is a little more complicated than that. Um... Now, I guess technically, at Disneyland, Pirates is part of Adventureland. But but it's like you're, when you get on Pirates, it's like you're in the bayou going into the ocean. 
So Pirates is almost the perfect segue between Adventure and French Quarter. It, it's kind of the perfect blend. So I'm wondering if somehow can they can they somehow like do a little bit of that blend because you're right, New Orleans is nothing like the Wild West. They're a, sort of adjacent to each other, but it is very different. So you would think I thought here's what I thought. I was like, okay, well, are they going to retheme Liberty Square at Disney World to be New Orleans Square? Because it wouldn't take a lot. But the problem is, like you said, Big Thunder, Country Bear, Pecos Bills, all that is in between it. So, and you can't just get rid of Frontierland. So I don't know how you solve that problem. Um, But I'm not an Imagineer. Unless, and they keep talking about redoing Tom Sawyer. and, And let's be honest, if anything's actually racist those books are so maybe they'll redo they keep saying they're gonna redo that whole island yeah so maybe that'll be part of it and then that'll just be another leg and that'll they'll push frontier mm. out that way because they could just build a bridge instead of those ridiculous boats i mean that's a pain in the butt to yeah, get over there they could. so it'll be interesting to see what they do I, I think it'll take a long time to kind of like yeah. fix it all um but i uh apparently okay so the name of this new ride tentatively currently is new adventures with princess tiana and the description is we pick up this story after the final kiss and join princess tiana and louie on a musical adventure featuring some of the powerful music from the film as they prepare for their first ever mardi gras performance so this is like not the story of the movie this is like after the movie which is kind of interesting and um charita carter who is a black woman she is the senior creative producer leading this project Um, she said like princess tiana i believe that courage and love are the key ingredients for wonderful adventures i am delighted to be a part of bringing this fun-filled experience to our guests so that's all kind of cool. They do have license to sort of like tell a new story, um, which I'm sure they did on purpose so that they can make it fit right. with the ride track already is. Um, I think that it will be kind of cool because now that the, I can't remember the name of it, but the new resort that's going where uh, River Country used oh, to Riverside? be. Riverside? No, that's what's already existing. I know what you mean. Yeah, so that resort yeah. is going to have a Tiana-themed restaurant in it. Uh-huh. And so it is kind of cool that you can have that whole princess journey with Tiana now yeah. at Disney World. It's it's like a whole, it's kind of a whole new different thing. So, you know, you can, you can either stay at the resort or go eat at her restaurant. You can ride her ride. You can meet her. Usually she does her meetings right there, like near Liberty Square already. Yeah. Like there's that gazebo over there mm-hmm. that they usually hang out. Oh, Bethany, I just had a thought. Maybe... Uh-oh. The riverboat, not the ferry, oh. the riverboat. I wonder if they'll that's jungle tie boat. that in. I wonder if they'll tie it in. <gasps> that makes sense. That would be nice. Yeah, that'd be great. Well, the first time I was ever at Disneyland, um, they did a little show like on the river there in the riverboat that yeah. was Princess and the Frog. Oh, dang. Yeah. Well, have you been on that? Like how it does that loop around? 
the island yes. and there's like weird animatronics and stuff like i wonder if they should get rid of like the indians and stuff too and just redo a whole th- like just like see scenes either mm-hmm. of like the bayou like that mama be... Odie stuff oh. would be so cool oh. like a whole bottle tree that'd be awesome love mama so, Odie so much i love that i know she's adorable i love the little snake too oh also an Juju. Underrated <laughs> yeah he's a king oh so speaking of so mama good. Odie and the shadow uh-huh. man and juju i have one i'm really like i said i'm really excited but i have one major concern about this ride um i hope that they take the time they need and do it right because if they just like throw up some video screens uh. if if i ride that ride and it's not hand-painted backdrops and fully developed <laughs> audio animatronics, like, I'm going to be real disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, saying that, like, I feel like with Frozen, th- with the animatronics, at least, they didn't chintz it. Like, I feel like it looks yeah, pretty those good. Yeah, those were very nice. Yeah. But everything else, like... Yeah, so... But I'm going to assume that that's not what we're going to get. I'm going to assume we're going to get whatever they can put out as fast as they can with zero regard for the I artistry hope. that's already there. <laughs> yeah, gosh. I mean, I, I'm optimistic. I hope it's going to be amazing and that they have a good team that is maybe very, like, diverse and that they can get some of those powers to just, you know, let out all the stops. But yeah. who knows? I mean, Me it's still also. a track boat drop ride like there's only so much you can do so yeah. well at least think about that like they won't have to really redo any of that stuff you know because there's so much right. of the ride you're like outside or whatever and they won't have to do yeah, much right. out there it's really just the multiple scenes and then like at the very end you know when you have the boat and like the chickens yeah. dancing <laughs> yeah <laughs> But I hope they'll just take the chickens off and, like, throw a gator on there. Yeah, put Louie on there you with know, his little horn. But, like, I want full redesign, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess they're going to have to be in the street if it is a Mardi Gras, so. I don't know. Yep, that's true. That'd be interesting. That's true. Lots of opportunities. Will there be drag queens? Oh, oh, maybe. Oh, I just, oh my gosh, I just thought of something. Do you remember at the end of the ride, like when you're going up the incline and it's the scary vultures and they're like, yes. laughing place? That's, the voodoo man can be there. The shadow <gasps> man. And like send you yeah. down into oh, whatever. shadows. <gasps> oh, that'd be awesome. So see, some Ooh. of the right beats are in there. They just need yeah, to. Yeah, it's got potential. <laughs> it's us. <clears throat> oh boy. All right. What else is happening? Well, there's reopening news, Bethany. There's a lot of reopening news. There is. Um, speaking of news, that so most things open resort wise, and most of the vacation clubs, at least, it was like June twentieth. Mm-hmm. We did not end up going to Vero because we were actually going that opening weekend. It was like Father's Day, which they chose to reopen. Which, let's be honest, like it was going to be a mess. Um, we chose not to go because they we called just to, like, see what the deal was. And they were booked to capacity because they could only be booked to 50%, which, you know, that's still less than full. But still, that 50% was full. And, like, the pool was also at, like, half of that number. So, I'm like, if I'm going to have to, like, go wake up at 6 a.m. to get a spot at the... Because there's not really very much to do at that resort. Yeah. Um, 
you know, it's like family friendly, but I just like wanted to sit with a cocktail by the pool. And I was like, if I can't get that like set in stone that I can do that, like what's the point? Right. So we did not go, but it seems like things have been opening without any issues and I haven't heard anything though. Yeah. Um, of course, Disney Springs also opened. Yes. A while I've back. heard that's been dead too. Well, when it first opened, I saw a few people on the pass holder group on Facebook posting that, mm-hmm. like, there were, like, hours and hours long waits to get into, like, World of ah, Disney. That's insane. Yeah. And, I mean, it's, it, yeah, it was nuts. It was just nuts. And I was like, oh, my gosh, people are, like, really, really needing their Disney fix, <sighs> I guess. But crazy. But so Disney Springs is open. I'm sure it's not fully open. Like, I'm sure some of the restaurants are open, but not all of them. Um, but the big news is that the parks are reopening. Uh-huh. And if you're listening to this podcast, you already know that. <laughs> right. Um, but July 11th is Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom. July 15th <clears throat> is Epcot and Hollywood Studios. And there are, of course, some restrictions. Um, they can only be at certain capacity. So you have to have a reservation. So you have to have a ticket, obviously. You have to have a reservation or you can't get in. Um, you have to have wear a mask. You have to have your temperature checked. And on, like, every single page of the website, it tells you, like, in the last sentence that, like, there, you know, if you're a gathering of large crowds, you are more likely to get this disease, blah, 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 blah. And you assume all risk when you come on our property. Wow. Like, it is very clear, written, like, multiple times. So, like, they... I do not sue us. Yes, they're, like, covering their bases. And when I first wow. heard about it, like, I saw some people in the public being like, oh, this isn't very, like kind to their guests and blah blah i'm like are you kidding me like there's probably somebody gonna go there gonna try to get a positive test yeah and then be like it's your fault disney (laughs) but like it's 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 serious like you thought trying to get Mm -hmm. a boarding time for rise of the resistance was bad (laughs) this is gonna be real difficult i i think i think (laughs) so to get like, book your time? Yeah. I mean, I think, well, I guess, I don't know. I mean, if you have to have a reservation, I guess that's going to, because my thought was when they first said that it was limited capacity, I thought people were just going to show up at, like, 3 a.m. Right. And then when the park was full, they would just turn you away. So I guess having a reservation guarantees that you're going to get in. So, I mean, I guess you, you make a reservation ahead of time and, and you get in. But, like, I think that it'll be... I think it's gonna be difficult to get a reservation and i i wonder if they're gonna be doing fast passes and stuff mm-hmm. and part of me too like i wonder what they're gonna do because it's like still i'm a pass holder i'm paying and what if you know in theory i would have been able to go every single day of that week because i am a paying person without you know after blackout days blah mm-hmm. blah and i can only go through reservation that kind of ups the price of my ticket because, you know, we pay a set price. So really, you know, that, so I just wonder, are they going to give us back anything? That is or a we good question. 40% off on re, you know, buying my ticket next year? Like, I wonder, because I mean, I got my time back that I wasn't able to go mm-hmm. this spring. Mm-hmm. But, so we, we did book days. Um, I did not get into the pass holder preview thing. But it's like you go onto the app and it shows you like a calendar 
and it's green if it's like low yellow is like it's filling up so we got two sundays in august i'm trying to look at my calendar and you do it by park so there's no park hopping right. like you choose your park you do it and you can only book up to three so we have dates at the end of august for epcon animal and then in October, my sister-in-law got one and added us to it. And I think it's for Magic Kingdom. But it's like the end of October or something. For Magic Kingdom. October yeah. 10th. Yeah. So, you know, wow. like I, I can only go three days. And so once I go in August, I can reschedule for another time to go. So it's kind of working like fast passes. But it's like, this is a park ticket. It's just like, it's odd. So I wonder how they're going to kind of like do something and I, I know I'm probably not the first one to complain about this or mention it so I yeah don't know. I mean they'll have to figure that out for sure because or they just you know when we buy a ticket you assume the responsibility that they can change dates and whatever but yeah I mean that language is know. probably in your ticket agreement but yeah like what if you bought a vacation a year ago and you come here and like you can't get a reservation for your whole family or something like how like how does yeah. that work you know because like on a Wednesday afternoon after work you want to go to Epcot for a couple of hours that's what you do well you can't do that now yeah. so it's kind of let's so say you're not really getting the value of your tickets you know mm-hmm. um so yeah it'll be real interesting to see how they work all that out yeah. for sure yeah. and the uh oh so the Halloween the Christmas parties were canceled I know. I'm so sad. Sad times. I was texting with my friend Andrew, who's also been on the podcast. He was on the podcast talking about oh yeah, the the marathoner. Um, because a a notification popped up in my calendar, and it was like Andrew at Disney, and I and because I had forgotten to like remove it because he was supposed to be here in June, and of course I didn't know I wasn't going to be there. (laughs) And so I texted him, and I was like, "Oh, look what just popped up in my." calendar you're supposed to be here and he was so sad um so we got talking about things and he was like I was like yeah I think we're gonna try to go to the Halloween party when we go visit Florida in the fall and he's like oh they canceled those yesterday and I was like what (laughs) because we don't have like I don't have a ticket anymore my pass holder in my pass expired in May so I was like oh well at least you know I won't have to buy like a full price ticket I can just buy a ticket to the party and still go I was really excited because I was hoping you could go because you've never been. So I was just, so he and I were talking and I was just like, I mean, I'm not even going to try to go when we come in the fall. And then honestly, I don't even know like if we'll try to go next year, which leads me into the next section that I had want to talk about is when do you think with all of this craziness, you'll actually go back to the parks. And of course you just said you're going back in August, which is sooner than I thought you probably would go back. Yeah, same. Um, You know, I'm just, I'll see how it is with all the mask business and the, it's funny too, like the times, it's nine o'clock is the earliest you can even get in. So I'm like, oh, I can sleep in. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I'll try it, I guess. Like, I don't know, part of me is kind of over it. But yet also concerned. Mm-hmm. I think Epcot is the first one we're going to go to, which that makes me feel a little safer just because it's so out. Like, it's just kind of walking. Like, I probably won't even go on any yeah. rides. And how 
I'll be honest with you, I went to Ikea last weekend, and if I don't get sick from that, then I'm I'm fine, fine, because that was disgusting. Really? Like, oh, I can't believe I did that. Really? It was like, so again, it would, Tampa area, um, everyone is for, forced, is required, is the word I should use, to wear masks, and they're handing them out at the thing, and it was funny, too, because they're also at, like, 20 or... 30% capacity so you can see like on an iPad how many people are coming in and out um like it has the number <clears throat> which is kind of cool because like if somebody leaves the exit and like comes in the entrance um so when we got there it was about it was noon because it was after lunch there was a thousand people in Ikea so also think in that box thousand bodies are in wow. there which is kind of gross to begin with by the time we left, like, there was no restrictions on people going in and out. But when we left and were checking out, there was a line wrapped around the building in Florida, parking lot heat at, like, 4 o'clock. Wow. So, like, it's just, it's insane. And so part of me was like, I really needed to get a mirror for my bathroom. <laughs> but, you know, I could have woke up at 10 a.m. and did it first thing and maybe it wasn't as busy. But, um, you know, I'm the person also, like, I spray down all my things, wash hands, strip clothes. I know. I can't home. believe that you went to Ikea the way that you're a little bit of a germaphobe. My goodness. She did. I mean, honey, I that's what, know. like, Target online pickup is for. <laughs> I've been doing that, too. We have, too. I just need to stop buying things. <laughs> it's kind of a problem. But, um, which, again, like, I'm sitting around my house, like, wow, everything is really ugly. So, my little Ikea pile is, like, it's in that right, hole right there. I'm pointing to my weird closet. <laughs> Um, so we just wanted to get, like, a new vanity thing, so I got, like, a light and a mirror. But, um, yeah, so I feel like if I can survive at Kia, which I'll know in two weeks, then bring it on, Disney. Well, that is the good thing about when you're at Disney, I mean, you're outdoors a lot of the time. Yes. Um, yes. Now, I do not think, I think cast members deserve a pay raise, Oh and free gosh, alcohol because Ooh. let me tell you like cast members are going to be going above and beyond they're going to be following the rules they're going to be organized they're going to be like trying to keep people social distance and i've been to walmart and let me tell you people are not going to follow the rules <laughs> people are going to be going the wrong way they're going to be running into you strollers are still going to be rolling over your ankles like disney's going to do their best but i have a feeling that people... Oh, and people are just awful. People are not going to follow the rules, I don't think. Maybe they will. Mm-mm. Maybe they will. I mean, it will be easier because we're not talking about, like, 4th of July at Magic Kingdom 2019. Right. You know, it's... The right. parks are already low capacity, which, by the way, that's a perk. Like, if you have a reservation and you get in... Yeah. It's not like you get well, into a nice. normal park. You're getting into a park that's a lot less crowded. So, that is a perk. Um, but yeah, so just when you do go, be sure to just like it, any listeners out there, when you go, please give love to the cast members. For sure. Um, I, I read something that, uh, that said that like a lot of their, like they can't use the microwaves or the refrigerators or oh any of that gosh. stuff. Most of their, like, like all the couches and stuff have been taken out of the break rooms so like basically you can't microwave your lunch you can't refrigerate your lunch like there there probably aren't just go stand yeah there probably aren't enough chairs for everybody to sit in (laughs) so just and like these people are making well not all of them i can only speak from college program experience these people are making like minimum wage so like please be nice to them 
And it's 90 degrees in Florida. It's been really bad lately. Yes. Oh, Oh, gosh. So, like I was saying, I, I don't think that we will even try to go in 2021 because I feel like once things are back to normal capacity, all these people who have been holding off their vacations are going to come flooding back in. And that's going to coincide with the 50th year (laughs) celebration. Oh, gosh. That's what I was thinking that was coming up, isn't it? It is. And, I mean, I don't know how this is going to affect that. I mean, there obviously will still be one, but I don't know if, like, all of the stuff that was supposed to be done will be done. Um depending i mean i've heard that they are have been working on stuff while the park was shut down i've heard that they absolutely have not been so i'm not sure which is true well apparently they painted the castle they did they did that so that's that happened how do you feel about that i like it i just disneyland's pink yeah i mean that's i have always liked sleeping beauty castle more than cinderella castle which i like it for right. Sleeping so that's Beauty. that's probably why I like it. Not Cindy. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Maybe in real life. Because that was like some weird helicopter yeah. picture, wasn't it? That was posted. Yes. And like the mock-ups that I had seen. And then and when they. The mock-ups yes, look nice. And when they first started painting it, it looked like more of a pale, like rose gold. And it looked like it was almost going to be more of like an ombre type situation. Oh, like okay. not like all bright pink. So I wonder if, like, they specifically did it brighter because I know there's going to be fade. I don't know. But I'm down with the the fainter pink. But I love the the bright blue turrets, though, and the gold. Yes. That's great. That is, that's sharp. That's great. So, so, so anyway, I proposed to my family the other day um, because we all went on a family vacation together in 2008. So Aww. I was thinking about this, and I told David one morning, I said, I think we'll go back to Disney. I said, I think we're just going to call it. And I said, I think we're just going to plan a big Disney vacation in 2022. That sounds so fun. Yeah. yeah. So I put it out to the family. I was like, this is what I'm thinking. I said, there is no way for me to accurately estimate what it's going to cost right now. Because that's why I was on the Disney website. Like, I was trying to look at, like, prices oh, for resorts. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you can't even look at resort prices because you can't book anything. So there's no way to find out a resort price. Um, So I kind of went off of, like, what I've paid before and, like, looked at some airfare. Like, I was just trying to ballpark it. Just trying to ballpark it. So I gave them a ballpark that's probably pretty low, but I was like, this is – this is when we I want to go. Start saving now. Yeah, I was like, start. It was like it's two years. Start saving now. And everybody responded. It's it's my parents, David's parents, my brother and sister in law, and they're at this time there'll be four kids and Aww, David's sister. You're right. So he, oh, be a fun. big group, a big group, and yeah. um, everybody came back and they were like, let's do it. <laughs> my mother in law was good. like, I nominate you to plan it, and I was like, I will take care of you guys. Just show up on the right day and pay your own bill, and we're good to go. <laughs> yep. So we're going to do the big obnoxious family vacation. Get the shirts. In. Yeah, I think we will. I love it. I think we will. So uh, that's exciting. It'll be fun to plan. But, like, when I sort of made that decision, I was like, really? I went to Disney in March of 2020, and I'm really not going to be go back for two years. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. But, you know, I think all the new stuff will be done by then. 
the 50th year will still be going on. I think Disney landed their 50th for like a year and a half. Yeah, they stretch it out. So it'll yeah. still be going on, but like the main part of it will be, I think the hype will have died down at that point. Um, so I think it'll be a little bit of a better time to go anyway. So, mm-hmm. so we'll see, but that's, that's my exciting slash sad plan. That is fun. Um, where are the first things you're going to do whenever you can go back to the park? Okay. Well, I think whenever I go back, probably my first order of business will be to hit up a lounge I do love a lounge and you know like when you do a big Disney family vacation like you get there on the first day and you don't go to the park on the first day because you don't have a whole day. So you go to Disney Springs or you hang out at your resort or whatever and I am going to be so happy to just be on Disney property relaxing with a drink. Definitely got to hit up a lounge and then I think my next move is going to be like my spooky favorites, like straight to Tower of Terror, straight to Haunted Mansion. Like those are my happiest, most lovely Disney memories. Like that's when I feel like I'm at my Disney home is at those two rides. Yes. So that'll be, that'll be uh, my thing. What are you going to do when you first get back to the parks? Well, this is kind of self-serving because I just want to complain about the magnets. Oh, you're one of those. (laughs) I do really appreciate whenever on, like, the pass holder pages, like, I'll see some jokes that's like, yeah, okay about my pass, but how am I going to get the magnet? Yeah, you mail it to <laughs> and, me? Um, well, well, I've thought about that. I guess they are extending food and wine indefinitely, and it's like a combo with flower and garden. Again, I don't know how they're going to do that. With all the weird lines and the shack, not the shacks, but the kiosks. Hey, I've been saying for a long time, they just need to keep this going year round. Now is the opportunity. I think it might happen. So, and then I imagine they're going to do the magnets as well. <laughs> they just, they had an orange bird one and I love orange birds so much. I, I just have to have it. You're going to so, show up and get again, a stack of like 10 magnets. They're going to have your name on it and just hand you the stuff. They're going to be stingy about those Maggies. So I don't know how I'm going to get it, but I'm very excited. I'm going to fight my way, however it is, to get these magnets. Because I also have every magnet. Like, I've never missed one. Okay, I didn't know that. Like, now this becomes a little fun fact. Um, so again, <laughs> about the nerdy collector guy and what's I know, the point I know. And why? Okay, he's just weird. <laughs> I think it's the hat. Nobody needs to be wearing a fedora these days. <laughs> like, go back to newsies. I don't oh, know. Oh <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today, natives. If you enjoyed our show, we'd love if you would review, rate, and subscribe to our channel. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Disney Native Pod. Also, check out our website, DisneyNative.com, for the latest blogs, episodes, and more. Until next time, have a magical day.